Okay, so what do you get when you cross a talented engineer from Rolls-Royce with a hip-hop beat maker who everybody is following? Oh, you are about to find out. What is going on, everybody? This is Lauren Delisa Coleman. You are now inside of another episode of Beats and Bites. I told you last episode that we were going to kick off the interview series of the year um, with this next episode that I have right now. Of course, the, the prior episodes have been about news analysis and power moves and deals, but now we're about to get into the first episode of 2024 that is an interview. So excited to bring you this. Um, I had the opportunity to catch up with the founder of a company called My Manu, which just recently won a massive award at CES. They are changing the game when it comes to the intersection of AI, music, uh, translation, and more. I am just really excited about what this company is doing. You guys are really in for a treat. I am now about to take you inside of the inner workings of my Manu through the founder, Danny Manu. Here we go. Now we had a little bit of a you know, tech glitch initially, but we are now coming together. together. And I'm so excited to introduce you guys to Danny Manu, who has a really fantastic company called My Manu, several different products, all dealing with music, translation, so much more. This is really about the future of AI and audio, and I'm just so excited to get into it with him. Danny, welcome to Beats and Bites, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me, guys. Super, super excited to you know be on this show. And you are coming live and direct from Manchester, England today, correct? Absolutely. The beautiful city in England. <laughs> the, the beautiful city in England. All right. And yeah. now finally, oh, yeah. um, kind of, you know, back from and settled from any jet lag from CES and all that other good stuff. So there's a lot to talk about because you guys won an award. And that's another reason why, you know, I'm so excited yes. to be able to, you know, mix it up with you. So why don't you first start by telling people, um, you know, really how you decided to start this company and a little bit about your background and, you know, how it kind of ties into it. Yeah, absolutely. Again, Lauren, thank you very much. So I will try, I'll keep the introduction a bit brief. Um, so I come from a music and I'm a technical founder and I come from a music and engineering background. So, you know, I started my days, early days. I used to play in churches, playing the piano. And, you know, I used to go from churches to churches to play, to generate a bit of revenue as a young, you know, um, I would say, you know, entrepreneur. And, you know, I combined my passion for engineering and music to start My Manu, which is really an audio company. But what we decided to do is to only create innovative solutions. So things that no one has done before and, you know, products that are really going to change the way we communicate and also, you know, uh, connect us as individuals. Um, and the journey actually started when I first you know, travel to Germany as part of uh, my engineering role uh, in the aerospace industry. And, you know, there was this particular conference that the presenter was, you know, speaking in German and all, all the engineers were coming from different parts of Europe. So the event didn't happen. We had to postpone the whole event because we were not having personal translators or we were not having translators with us. 
and that's when I started thinking about, you know, coming up with technologies or um, tools or solutions that could actually break down the language barrier, but really focusing heavily on audio. Yeah. So that's, that's how the whole kind of uh, journey uh, started. And I was, you know, I mean, I, I went through a few challenges, um, you know, when I started because it wasn't easy. And what I was introducing was something new, something that no one has done before. I'm talking about 10 years ago, uh, developing the world first through wireless earbud um, and then adding translation feature to it. It was, uh, it was a lot of challenge, but we were able to develop a very cool groundbreaking product or technology, which uh, made a huge impact in the way we communicate and also listen to music. Yeah. So um, I love how, as they say, you use both sides of your brain. So you got the music thing going on and the engineering thing going on, which really the products are kind of like, you know, uh, a hard like, you know, kind of copy of you, right? So talk to us a little bit about the products and then how you decided to bring them over to CES and what happened there. Yeah, so I will start with um, Click Pro, which is the latest product, which um, you know, won the Innovation Award at CES. Um, Click Pro is really... Uh, the world's first immersive translation earbud, and it's um, a third generation of um, the current translation earbud we have. And one fantastic thing I personally love about the product is it's got an option to actually auto-detect uh, what people are speaking around you. So a perfect example would be, you know, Lauren, let's say you have you know the earbud on and you are listening to a cool track, listen to your music, and you're in a bar, and someone is speaking different language around you, it can actually auto-detect what they are saying and then translate it into your ear instantly. And also, if you are to meet someone who doesn't speak your language, as you push a button and speak, it actually plays out from the earbud case itself for them to hear what you are saying. And then as they speak, the case will capture the audio and then play it back in your ear or live and it has it's been it's been fantastic uh we've, we've seen it being used in multiple scenarios we've seen um you know educational uh, schools using it uh, companies using it individuals using it you know not just for the for the translation but also for the music as well and right right as i'm talking to you now you, yeah as i'm talking to you now you could actually use click pro to interview someone and then play it back in multiple languages. So it's a very, very cool technology that I'm super proud about. And the next one, which is more music, um, also focus is Apollo, which is the world's first broadcast uh, headphones. And the idea behind that product is to actually create a tool that people can share what they are listening to. For us, my money is all about connection, you know, uh, connecting with people, and also, you know, breaking down any language barrier. We want to create a world where, you know, you can meet someone on the street, have a you know, decent conversation, and there's no limit in terms of how you can connect with those people, including music as well. So Apollo, what Apollo really stands for is, you know, we create this orbit, you know, it creates this orbit around you. So as I'm listening to my music, imagine me listening to your music in a bus, right? Or, or, or on the train. And, you know, I'm jamming to it, I'm dancing to it. 
people around me will be curious to, you know, what is this guy, you know, listening to? Now with Apollo, you can actually instantly hit a button on the headphones, which is called the broadcast mode. And it instantly it give access for people to actually listen to experience the same thing you are listening to, which is fantastic, right? And it comes with also a third-party application, which give you the option to really broadcast what you are listening to globally. And we created this platform to really help up-and-coming musicians uh, or established musicians, DJs that want to, you know, get their music to people or, you know, want people to discover what, what they've got to show. And with that option, you can instantly broadcast your music and it will come via the application for anyone anywhere in the world to actually experience it live. So it's really, really live experience. As you play your music, if you want people to listen to and you hit broadcast instantly, it will broadcast music. And when the music stops, it also stops. Yeah. It's amazing. So it really cuts out that um, middleman of radio, right? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So you've got like you know your personal radio. Let's. I mean, because this way, is this is right? the era so, yeah. of getting rid of the. This is the era of getting rid of the gatekeeper, right? So gatekeeper in whatever you know certain sense, and so people are leveraging technology to be able to get directly to the consumer, right? This sounds like that which is definitely a gatekeeper killer. <laughs> That's what was, you know, just interesting to me about the proposition. I mean, everything that you guys are doing, but this one, you know, as part of the suite of products, it's just, it's, it's just really unique. It is, it is really, really unique. And we've had, you know, a lot of joint CES, you know, we, we have so many people are testing the product. A lot of people are so excited about it. It's not just about, you know, the whole experience, you know, people, you know, for you to be able to share what you are listening to, to other people to experience it, you know, you think about musicians that are trying to get your music out there. There's so many ways, you know, people were actually telling us, this is how we're going to use it. I love this product. This is how I'm going to use it. And, and it was interesting to actually hear from, you know, the, the end users, what they intend to use the product for. Uh, and I think, you know, once the product is out there, it will be very interesting to see the, you know, or witness the use, use cases. Right, right, right. This is always um, kind of the the wonderful like surprise and gift, right? That the engineers create something and then really consumers take it and run with it in a bunch of different ways. Um, talk to me a little bit about that CES experience for, you know, maybe listeners who haven't been there or didn't have a chance to make it this year, um, what did you find, you know, most interesting? How much sleep did you or did you not get? <laughs> How many parties did you hit? And um, what was it like, you know, really being like boots on the ground at your particular, you know, stall inside of the massive Las Vegas Convention Center for, you know, several days? Because I understand you actually even designed the stall and even partially installed it yourself, right? So this was like, not a joke. Not a joke. You are absolutely right. <laughs> I think that's the right word. Not a joke. No, it was. It was fantastic. It was a great experience, though. I, you know, from the start to the end, because we wanted to create something really unique. Or we want our booth to look. Now we wanted to create a different kind of experience, right? That's that's what we are all about, creating something new. So trying to, you know, 
get the boot to what how we want it to be, it was very difficult to explain it. So I had to, and you know, because of time, I had to actually be there myself, and you know, with um, you know drills and everything, build it and you know, get it to <laughs> how we wanted to, how we wanted to be. So yeah, it's uh, it was a lot of work, but the actual event uh, was fantastic. It was fantastic. I mean, you know, CES is CES, um, and if you haven't been, guys, and if you are listening to to this podcast, it's it's amazing. Um, you know, so many people, different technologies. You know, all solutions. There's so many solutions. Everyone is trying to come up with unique uh, solution to solve a, a specific uh, problem or challenge. But for us, we were really, I would say, pleased with the turnout. Um, we had fantastic um, uh, audience uh, attendees visiting us. You know, uh, trying the products. And experiencing it, and it was tiring as well. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was building the stand, and you know, the next day we did the press, the press conference, which we had to, you know, speak to hundreds of uh, journalists, which was fantastic. And then the next day we had, uh, you know, a day to relax a bit, and then you know, straight to to into the main show, which was, you know, full on, you know, you're on your feet all day talking to people. Um, but it yeah, was a really yeah, great yeah. experience. It was really, 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 really great experience. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's great that you were able to, you know, do all that, especially, you know, with the pressures of being a founder, everything, you know, rests on you. And you're also doing this, you know, with jet lag. I always used to just be amazed at the people coming from Asia who you would see usually around like 1 p.m., which would be their 1 a.m., they, you know, they just, they really tried, but <laughs> there's like an area of steps where they would be literally passed out for like an hour and then be back up ready to go. I mean, there's nothing like, you know, CES, I believe, on earth. And to be able to stand above uh, really the crowd and to receive an award, what was that like? And, you know, tell me a little bit about like the process of that. It was, um, I mean, it's the, the award process starts from, I think it starts all the way from October. Um, you know, you have to submit what you are building, you know, um, tell more about the technology, what goes into the problem you are solving. Um, and it goes mm-hmm. through the judging panel, then we review it, you know. It's a really, really rigorous process. Um, and then, you know, if you, you made it, you, you get an email to confirm that you've got an award where you know you have the opportunity to also submit your product to be to be reviewed and showcased so we did all that you know we, we got product everything uh to see as for it to be showcased but it was experience where it was fantastic i mean we were super excited not just me but you know the entire my money team for to, to receive something like that it really validates you know you know, your hard work or what you are building, right? Right, you know, right, it, right. It shows that right. it, it also motivates, it motivates uh, the team as well to, to keep going. I mean, being at CES, building the stand, getting up early, you know, jet lag, you know, yeah, it, that kind of award give you that drive, you know, that guys, we are onto something here. We are solving problem here. You know, we are, you know, building something exciting. And we are all sort of pumped, you know, ready to go the next day. The next day we are good to go. And also getting the feedback from the audience, you know, people using the product, giving you feedback. You know, you go back 
to your hotel or to your Airbnb and you sit down and you think, guys, you know what? We've worked really, really hard for the past years and we've got something that people can actually, you know, hold it, feel it, put it in their ears, yeah. experience it. That whole experience, you know, it gives you that drive Satisfying, to keep right? going. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, no, it's always really good when, well, you know, congratulations we get, you know, again. I mean, because it's you. just really, it's just wonderful to see and just to to be able to track. Um, I think you have an interesting perspective on things, given you know that you're a founder. You're also outside of the U.S., but selling inside the U.S. and around the world. So let's shift the conversation just a little bit to like the industry. So, of course you know, in the industry, I mean, you know, certainly entertainment, but even more specifically music, since that is audio driven. And of course, you know, AI has, is seen by many as to be, you know, kind of the, the, the latest demon on, on the scene. Uh, by others, it's, you know, seen as a, a great, you know, help and being able to generate content for marketing, you know, your music product. I think that we are going yeah. to have more and more of a conversation um, as a culture around AI and audio, you're really at the forefront of that. What do you think some of the things are that people should either be on the lookout for or some of the biggest challenges or, um, you know, some of the biggest opportunities to drive your business, whether you're looking at it more from an exec point of view, company point of view, or, you know, a creator or consumer point of view? Yeah. Besides yeah, my manner, I mean, you have to. Yeah, you, you can't say that yeah. that's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean AI is playing a major role in you know our daily lives at the moment, and I think because your product is AI driven. Saying, exactly. Yes. So the 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 translation, the auto detection, all that is all AI driven. There is, I think, there is something. I read something that says uh, tech for good. There was the same somewhere. I, I think it's really what we build with search tools. Um, but it's something that's going to stay with us. And I think it's even going to get better and more advanced. Uh, but it's really helping us, you know, solve really complex issues. Now, let me let me put what we've got. Uh, let's say my money pro in in the picture here. Before My Money Pro, we used to have, um, the, the current product is called Click S before Click Pro. Now Click S, there were certain things that we were not able to do. And one of them was um, being able to detect accents. You know, like if you come to England, there's so many different accents we have. If you go to London, it's different. Right, right. Manchester, different. Liverpool, you might not even be able to, it's English, but you might not even you know get it because it's really strong. But with the help of AI, we are able to detect such, you know, accents, dialects, and we are able to train the system, which is fantastic. I mean, there's no way we could have done that or we will be able to do it, you know, in, in a really short, you know, um, time scale. But with the help of AI, we are really doing it at the moment, which is fantastic. So... In the audio space, as far as AI goes, and, it, and the same as in the music industry as well, I've I've seen people using AI for music, you know, um, you know, recording. Sometimes you even got these tools that can actually write your whole lyrics for you. you know, get it? It can convert it into a, a decent tune or, or vocals, and then what you do know, you think you about that? Or... There is a 
<laughs> it's just a really tough question, right? So I, I'm, I, I'm a record producer, as you, as you know. I've been in the because that's what I was going to say. It's rare to get like inside of the same person, somebody who is both a musician and you know an engineer, right? So it's like, exactly. Exactly. what do you think about that from like the the whole kind of person of Danny, right? <laughs> It's, it's I guess some really days it's like one. you. Some days you are against yourself, and some days you are for yourself, right? <laughs> what? Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Because I play all major instruments. I played piano. I played the drums. I play, and now you can get AI to do all that for you as well. You know, if you know how to use the tools, right? Without learning the actual instrument, so. You know, just like it, it is a, sometimes I'm like, yeah, AI yeah, is really good. You know, you can use it to get this done, this job done super fast, super quick, you know, which is exciting. And sometimes I'm like, oh, hang on a minute, but what happens to, you know, all the people learning the instrument or people actually playing it, right? And I think it will get to a point where it will be more of a skill to have, Right, so if you play an instrument or you're able to actually compose your music without using machines or AI, that is a skill to have. And if you are relying on machines to do it for you, you don't kind of have that skill. You're just you're able to use a tool to kind of let's or you don't have that creativeness. That's how I see personally. That's how I see. It. So if I can sit on a piano, I don't think I that you are. I don't think that you are really um, off in that way of thinking because I know as well, I've read that and, you know, who knows for sure. We're all at the very beginning of all this, but that um, human created content, whatever that might be, music, whatever, will become quote unquote luxury content. And then anything that's created by a machine would be considered, you know, your everyday kind of content. I guess, you know, hybrids exactly. of that would be in the middle somewhere. You know, I don't I don't know. I don't know if consumers would pay more for something that's created by a human or not. All these things is this is why I love doing this show because, you know, it's just kind of documenting all of this stuff as it happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think you're right on, on that side as well because um yeah, it's like buying, you know, a handmade products uh you know which is the difference between a birkin and just some kind of bag you're going to get from you know well boots on your side of the pond on our side of the pond target or something you know what i mean it's just it's a different look huh um both both do the job but it just depends on what you're trying to put out there right and what the value is yeah yeah and also the experience right because you know you could have a musician performing you know with real uh, you know, musicians or instrumentalists playing, or you could have a DJ playing a good tune for you to party with. Very different experience. A full set of band playing a gig, you know, with all your the guitars, everything, everything, you know, firing up. It's it's a different experience compared to having a DJ set playing the same tune. So I think we might we might kind of that's how maybe we might compare, you know, an AI-generated mm-hmm. music kind of content to, you know, a song which is really 
performed Maybe by so. musicians. And both know, exist. Like, like you yeah. said, both. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a different experience seeing somebody perform on stage at Madison Square Garden as it is listening to a DJ spinning that record, right? You have both are appropriate. It just depends on what kind of experience you're looking for and what is right for, for that particular time. So um, yeah, we'll have to see. I always just, you know, suggest to people to continue to stay open and continue to um, listen and hear what's going on to be able to, you know, make the best uh, decisions for new opportunities because none of this stuff is going away, right? And it's only going to get bigger and the industry none. is going to be there to be able to um, reach more people, generate more revenue and so much more. So you have to think about what's really right for for you absolutely absolutely yeah so um tell me where you are selling by the way in the u.s this is now your hip-hop moment like if you were promoing the album right the album drop where are (laughs) you selling where can people access the various products and give us the url so everybody knows you know what is up yes Absolutely. So our website is mymoney.com, which is M-Y-M-A-N-U.com. We have all the latest products we've just announced on our website. And we are doing some fantastic offers uh, as part of um, our winning at CES. So it's pretty much uh, 50% off on most of our the, the new product. So guys, please feel free to check it out. Um, and it will be good to also get your feedback and support as well yeah that's great anything else that you want to add before um we wrap up what's it wait a minute but before we wrap up i cannot let you get off without saying who you're listening to right now what's in the rotation what's in the on the playlist right now so what am i listening to right now you said (laughs) yeah I've got I mean, a in lot between drilling at CES and you know everything else right now, <laughs> when you have the few free moments, it, which is rare for founders, what are you listening to? I've got so I've been listening to a lot of Afrobeats recently. Have you and really? All right. I've been, yes, and I've been listening to because you know Boy this is the first lot. year I think that the um, Afrobeats category is included in the Grammys. Right, this is like kind of a big deal. So um, I'm it excited is. about it that to see is. what happens. It, but yeah, and we are experiencing the same in the UK. So I'm really exploring that kind of um, category or genre. So at the moment, uh, yeah, that's what I'm sort of jamming to, and uh, when I'm, you know not busy programming or busy building, you know, booth. Thank <laughs> you.